Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shake All right. It. All right. So, guess we'll shake and bake podcast. Let's get it going. That's uh, this is this is Keenan here, and I'm Dustin. All right, we're coming to you straight off the dome. So, uh, you know, first question, let's talk about this weekend of football. Golly, was that a great weekend. Oh, man, that was a crazy weekend. A lot of a lot of close games. Uh, I think all four games this weekend were less than six points. Yeah, they were less than six points. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go with let's go with let's go with telling telling the people who we you know so uh, me Keenan I am a Kansas City fan and me Dustin I am a Los Angeles Rams fan yeah and we both are going to the next round thank the heavens <laughs> yeah no it was a, that was definitely uh, I mean as far as the Los Angeles game I think that was definitely uh, a little too close for comfort and I think I say that I think I speak for all all LA Rams fans just because of the way that it ended I mean you know we got the, we got the job done but you know four turnovers man like you know you can't can't have games like that yeah yeah and uh, speaking from the Kansas City side holy shit <laughs> um, <laughs> we talking about a, a, a true heart wrenching game that pulled on the heartstrings. I mean, literally. I mean, the game was a shootout. Probably the best game that anyone's ever seen in years, besides the L.A. Rams and Kansas City game that was years ago in Mexico, which was considered the game of the year that year. Yeah. Um, I, we're both kind of excited because. You know, if both of our teams get to the next round, which hopefully they will, cross our fingers, we get the Super Bowl that we wanted years ago. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. I think nothing more exciting than having that type of defense, uh, I, I, that type of defense, that type of offense, both of those coordinators. I mean, this, this, this Super Bowl, and especially it's going to be in L.A., will be a sight to see. And probably the best Super Bowl we'll probably have in a in a very long time if it's the way that it should be. Well, yeah, I mean, and then if you think about it, I mean, in reality, I mean, you know, it might be a little controversial with me saying this, but I mean, the year that we went to the Super Bowl with the Pats, uh, I mean, I think that everyone felt that it really should have been. You know, well, well, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I won't mince words as far as you know the controversy with the uh, with the Saints Rams game, but as far as the the Patriots Kansas City AFC Championship game, you know, I mean, there, there was a very controversial call at the end of the game that really put them in a position to to be able to you know have a walk off and you know and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, all all I have to say as a Kansas City Chiefs fan is 13 seconds. That's all I got to say. I know a lot of Bills Mafia and a lot of Bills fans are going to be pissed. Uh, and they they rightfully they should be because they had supposedly the better team. In my eyes, they were not the better team. They had the number one defense and they played people that were – I mean, you, you play the Jets, you play the Dolphins, you play – 
the Jaguars. You play the, you know, I mean, you're the number one defense because you're playing teams like that. But 13 seconds. If you if you let a team get down the field on you in 13 seconds to tie it, you you do not deserve to win the game. I mean, let's just be honest. Kansas City got they they had controversial calls against New England the year they were supposed to go to the Super Bowl. Mahomes first year, his unanimous MVP year, and they never touched the ball again. But that has to do with that defense not stepping up. It's the same thing with the Buffalo. I mean, it could have went either way in that game, could have went either way in this game. But I felt that the edge was always in Kansas City's favor. And the fact that they missed a field goal and a they missed a PAT and a field goal, that's four points off the board. If Bill's no. Mafia wants to cry about it, they can cry. But I'm sorry, Bill's Mafia. Four points were left out there. You guys would have lost anyway. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> so mean, you know, it, Cooper it's... Cup. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You talking about the receiver of our year. This guy had a three-piece throughout the, the, the entire season. I mean, MVP. I, I'm, I, I know Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get the MVP. But there, there well, should really I mean, be uh, that, that, there should be a discussion. It should yeah, be a discussion. That, I mean, like that, that, that's that's arguable, you know. But it's like, I mean, you know, you can't get any better as far as consistency throughout the season than you than, than we got out of Cooper Cup. You know, I mean, even the, even the games that we lost, you know, I mean, I I mean, I I don't have it off of the top of my head right now, but I'm pretty sure that he had maybe maybe three or four games where he didn't go over a buck and, and yeah. it's i mean you know consistency throughout the season man you know like this is this was this was his breakout year i mean you know like we we saw the consistency you know when we when jared goff was there but you know just to have a have a higher caliber quarterback you know and i mean you know and everybody's got their everybody's got their feelings about matthew stafford but you know i mean he got that monkey off of his back with that first playoff win against the cardinals you know which he looked awesome in i mean mm-hmm. you know if you look at statistics the two games that we played in the playoffs he's gone 41 for 55 in his in his completions with four touchdowns like Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Like I, I think I think that speaks leaps and bounds about you know just the caliber of quarterback that he is, and you know, and and uh, on Sunday, this guy played with ice in his veins the entire game. You know, mm-hmm. no turn, no turn, none of those turnovers came from him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean the the bot the the botched high snap, you know, that happened where he wasn't expecting the ball, just some miscommunication with the center. But you know, just back to Cooper Cup though, it's like, man, dude, like. I, I can just speaking speaking as a Rams fan and watching him as he came into the league, I would have never thought that he would grow to be this kind of player. Like, you know, like yeah. triple yeah. crown, leading leading the league in touchdowns, receptions, yards. You know, he, everybody always wants to make the argument, well, Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams. Yeah, you know, but it was to be expected out of Devontae Adams. You know, you're talking about Cooper Cup, third round third round wide receiver got drafted you know got hurt in the second year you know that was supposed to be the year for him you know and i'm sorry it was his third year where he where he did that but you know that and that was supposed to be his year but it's like you know he's clicking on all cylinders 
He's been, I, I'm sorry, he's been the most consistent wide receiver in the league, in my opinion, thus far this season. You know, mm-hmm. there might be some people that do disagree. And I mean, they could disagree, but they can't disagree on the stats. He was definitely the best wide receiver all the way around. That just, you know, and and that goes. He was the best. He was he was one of the best when they had golf. How you, you go through two different quarterbacks and you're still a top ten wide receiver. And now yeah. he's like you can you can argue him in the point of top one number receiver receiver in the league. Yeah. So you you we literally have something that we just we you know it's 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 a precious thing that we don't want to waste. Yeah. And um, this week we got a, we got two games coming up: uh, AFC Championship, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming to Kansas City, and then we also have um, NFC Championship: uh, Los Angeles Rams going up against uh, San Francisco 49ers. And uh, you know, what are your thoughts on these games coming up? You know, or you know, especially your game. What's the thought on your game going up against the Niners because they have beat you guys. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, six times meeting so far, uh, and then yeah. they also yeah, beat you guys this year twice. So, what do you think? You know, do you, do you think that it's going to be like how it was with Tampa last year? How you beat us twice, but in the postseason when it really matters, we're gonna we're gonna take that ass. So, so how, how do you think it's gonna go? Uh, you know, it, it's really. I'm, I'm really confident going into this game. I think that uh, Sean McVay is going to come in with, you know, relatively, I think, because I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel that we should, we should alter, we should alter from the game plan that we had last week or that we had against them in, uh, in week 18, just because, because of the fact that, you know, we were leading 17-3 at the half. You know, we came back and, you know, San Francisco turned up on us a little bit and, you know, got themselves back into the game. But there was a lot there was a lot of stress that was put on Matthew Stafford's back just because the running game wasn't really clicking. And I think that that's going to be the difference maker in this game is the fact that we're going to be a, a lot more complete as an offense because I mean on mm-hmm. defense uh, you know and this is just this is just me speaking candidly uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not is not the guy you know I mm-hmm. mean because if you take if you take a look at if you take a look at the game from last week when they were playing the Packers they did not score they did not score on offense that that score that they got came off of a block punt from special teams and everybody mm-hmm. in the league everybody in the league knows that the Packers special teams is their weak point and mm-hmm. they fully exploited that and that's why we got what we got with that yeah game. yeah I think I think a lot of people especially uh in the league they all kind of agree with the fact that you know there were some things that, that happened in that game and uh San Francisco took advantage of that yeah yeah, and I, and that's why I think that you know when we come into this game, I feel I feel really good about it. So you know, it's just it's just really a matter of coming in, executing, doing the things that we need to do, take care of the football, you know, because that that was a that was the only reason why Tampa was even able to come back into that game was because the Rams were not taking care of the football. Cooper Cup fumbled, which you know guy hasn't fumbled since his rookie year 
you know, Cam Akers didn't fumble once last season. And, you know, that guy had two turnovers. So it's like, you know, we take care of the football, execute. And I really feel like this could be like a 34-14 victory for us. And that's bold for me saying that. But, but I say that I say that confidently. Okay. 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 That's, that's, that's a pretty good prediction. Um, so, okay. So going on the Kansas city side on my side, um, I would say that, uh, I say 13 seconds. That's all I just, that's, I mean, that's all I really have to say. Um, uh, Cincinnati has been a very good team. Uh, they've been a Cinderella story. Um, you know, they come into the, the preseason, Jamar Chase can't seem to, catch anything uh you know joe burrow was kind of you know a little bit on the shaky side then they go through the season and i can't say they're not battle tested but because they are battle tested uh what i can say is that when they played the kansas city chiefs in week uh 17 the chiefs were i believe they gave that game away they they were they were beating them in the first half and it didn't look it didn't look good it looked like a complete uh, it's slaughter fest almost. And then in the second half, they completely turned everything around. Jamar Chase is somebody that I guarantee you speak. Steve Spagnola was like, the guy's good, but he's not going to beat us. And yet he did beat us. He beat us. Uh, and he, he, he was, he was phenomenal in that game. And uh, there were some controversial calls at the very end of the game that gave them uh, what two fourth downs a first down it's like there were so many things at the end of the game where they literally had the ball and they were if they you know they we stopped them all of a sudden we didn't stop them we stopped them it was just uh it, it was it was a game where I just I felt as a Kansas City fan that we should have won that game and that they got a lot of favorable calls in Cincinnati I think coming to Kansas City going to Arrowhead we will definitely take away Jamar Chase. I think uh, the the uh, secondary receiver and the third, we need Tyron Matthew to be back in that fold because he went out last week with a head injury with concuss. He's still in concussion protocol. Um, but I do think that with him being in the ball game, it'll be easier to cover some of those receivers. And uh, I mean, th- this the defensive line has been very, very good against mobile quarterbacks. They have they have not looked that good. Um, Joe Burrow's kind of like a mix. Like he one minute he's yeah, I was gonna say cause he can he can move in the pocket, you know, and, and he's a, and he's able to get out and he's able to get out of tight situations. Uh, yeah, I think out of Josh Allen though. A Josh Allen, I mean, what he did last week made my jaw drop because I thought we had him on fourth down a few times and I was like what in the hell his nickname should be Houdini and Magic Man you know that because because that type of stuff they talk about Showtime or Magic Mahomes Mahomes Magic he definitely had some magic on his side because he was getting out of stuff that was ridiculous but you know when it comes to like Joe this moment is probably the biggest moment that Joe has ever faced and um, big time with this, with the way that I think it should play out in Arrowhead, because of the moment. I mean, let's let's take a look at last week and that like the two games that they played are not impressive. They beat the Raiders, which they barely beat the Raiders. Um, should have lost, 
And then they played the Titans, which where they were going to lose. He gets sacked nine times. They were going to lose. But Tannehill throws three interceptions. That's unacceptable. And that's the reason why they won that game. It's like a Cinderella story. It's like, you know, they need everything to go right for them. They did have some good plays, but it wasn't enough to say, oh, well, you know what? They were the unanimous favorites. They really weren't. They were they should have gotten beaten that game. Tennessee decided not to run the ball and they were getting they were getting they were getting money out of that freaking running back. But, you know, enough about that. My predictions on the score uh, with Kansas City and Cincinnati, I would say Kansas City 34, Cincinnati 17. Okay. I said it, it, I think the over and under is like uh, half. I believe it will be Kansas City and over. And if it's Kansas City and under, it will not shock me because I believe that Kansas City will cover that spread. Just because I believe Kansas City's not going to underestimate Cincinnati in Kansas City. I think that they will take this game and completely just build off of it like they do with every game. I mean, every opponent except for, you know, the um the uh the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, those are all teams that beat Kansas City. Yeah. So that that you cannot beat us twice, especially not in the AFC Championship in Arrowhead. I just do not believe that. I believe Kelsey and Mahomes are just just too strong Hill and Mahomes. I mean, if you look at it, man, they're going to try to take away two of your, your best, but the entire team on Kansas City is the best. I mean, if you take away his options, Mahomes can run it, and he's relatively really quick, you know, well, so. I, I I mean, you know, I, I think I, I'm I'm slanting towards, I, I, I do believe that Kansas City is going to, is, is going to win the game and they're going to, they're going to take their, their third trip in three years back to the Super Bowl. God damn but, right. What I will say, what I will say is, man, I regard regardless regardless of what the what the final score is of that game, man. You know, you got to take your hat off to Joe Burrow, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Just because of the fact, it's like you know, 1991 was the last time these guys were in the playoffs. Yeah, I was I was a year old. Like that. <laughs> that that's that to me is you know that's crazy. You know, I mean, think think about all the years that they had Andy Dalton, you know, the Red Rifle, you know, get into the first round of the playoffs, get kicked out. Come back the next year, get into the get into the first round of the playoffs, get kicked out. You know, and it was like that was their MO, but I I think I think that this guy just he brings a different swagger to this team. You know. Yeah. He does. I like I liked uh, I like Joe Burrow in LSU. I mean, that he had one of the best uh one of the best if not best college um you know college years anybody could ever have when you went to LSU and I mean I literally when you watched him play he looked like you know he you know he he looked very mobile I mean he looked Mahomes like in college I that's why I was I really like Joe Burrow. Well that's uh, what's crazy is the fact that this guy was a transfer from Ohio State sitting behind guys like uh, was it Trey Lance? I believe was actually who he was sitting behind. You know, uh-huh. and it was like I, they they said that the guy was never really gonna have an opportunity. Transfers down to LSU, man, and it's like just set off fireworks for the freaking fans of LSU. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but you know, 
I think he's a good quarterback, but in going into Arrowhead, I I can't I can't believe the hype when you go into Arrowhead. I mean, some of the best teams in the league three years in a row have went into Arrowhead, and mind you, it's you know, and, and you know what? It's always a narrative with uh, Kansas City. Um, you know, they, they're the team; they're going to beat you. They got a they got a, the best run game. Uh, you know, year before the Titans, the Colts, the um, the Bills, Bills Mafia. Oh, they're going to win. They're going to. You know, it's, it's like it's hard to get a win in Arrowhead as it yeah. is in the postseason. Getting a, a win that's that's the most dangerous part is you and the fact that you have a you have a quarterback who literally is is change rewriting history in the postseason with Mahomes and being damn near perfect you can't beat that you can't beat that and uh you know I wish you good luck on your game on uh, the Rams game my predictions on the Rams and 49ers game uh I don't know why but I do think it's going to be a little closer than a blowout. But I do think Rams will cover the spread. I think they'll cover the spread. Okay. You know, I I, I feel well, like and this, and this is, you and need a quarterback for this. Yeah, and and that's and that's just that thing. You know, it's like you know, Forty ers coming back. You know, to the West Coast, like they're they are beat up. You know, because yeah. that 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 was a very that was a very rough and rugged you know, gritty game that they had, you know, up at Lambeau, you know, it was what, four degrees, uh, wind chill, minus five, you know, mm-hmm. and, and at the end of the game, I don't know, I don't know if you had a, had a chance to catch it, but uh, Greg Kittle and, or, yeah, Greg uh, Kittle and Debo Samuel both uh, were Oh yeah, they were hurt. They, yeah, they were hurt. Yeah. Limping off. That's why I was like, oh, if they lose him, how yeah. you gonna put up well, the you, fight you just, you the Rams? Know, you just know that that offense is just they're they're coming back, and they're not they are not a hundred percent whatsoever. You know, I mean we we left we left Tampa Bay. Everybody everybody was relatively healthy. I think the only person that uh, that did have any type of any type of injury or issues was uh was note boom the left tackle that was replacing uh Whitworth but we're getting Whitworth back so you know that's really a non-issue you know it's just for us it's a matter of being able to keep Matthew Stafford clean in this game and that's that's really just the big issue is you know because offensive line is it's it's been it's been an up and down struggle you know, for the Rams, as far as you know, the offensive line is concerned, and is really just, you know, hey man, keep Matthew Stafford up on his feet. You know, don't put too much, don't put too much of the game on his shoulders. You know, even if we're, you know, we're getting two or three yards a run, four yards a run, you know, stick to it. You know, get get these running backs. You know, this running back by committee with you know with Michelle. Acres, you know, I I, I think Daryl Henderson comes back this week. I'm not really too sure about that one, but you know, just just keep mixing it up. Let these guys get, you know, take the ball, you know, off the quarterback's hands, and you know, just don't put too much of that on his shoulders, just because of the fact that 
you know, that, that's the one takeaway that I do have with McVay is I think that sometimes he gets a little pass happy and he puts too much of the game on the quarterback's shoulders. But then when it counts, like last week, you know, taking the ball out of his hands in the last, you know, six minutes of that game, man, that, that like that was crucial because that was what ended up putting the ball back into Tom Brady's hands, which, you know, that guy's been there many times before. And giving him that opportunity just really put us in a bad situation. And we can't have that this week. You know, this is huge. You know, you know, just as well as I do, the 49ers following is crazy. And they're going to follow their team wherever it, wherever it goes. You know, there was even an issue today where they were trying to implement a, a block out of uh, outside areas of California to try mm-hmm. to help prevent yeah. 49ers. No, they're going to they're gonna flood it no matter what. <laughs> they got a very strong fan base. Um, but, you know, that that's every team in the postseason seems to have a very strong fan base, even Cincinnati. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking about historical franchises. But, um, you know, uh, but that's that's pretty much there. So that's, that's me and Dustin's thoughts. You know, that's our thoughts on what's going to happen this weekend, how we feel about our team. Um, you know, we can talk about other things. We're going to be talking about, um, you know, Tom Brady, um, Antonio Brown's situation. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things when it comes to football world and uh, other topics. Yeah, sure. So Absolutely. this is Shake and Bake. And this is this is Keenan and Dustin. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, man. All right. Nice talking to you. Yes, sir. All right.